relate to what you're going through as a young woman, and here this is an elder woman, and, you know, the car had a handicap sign attached to the rearview mirror, and, you know, just being in that, that mindset of, you know, you grow up, you don't, you, maybe you don't have a male figure, maybe you don't have good influences from males into your life so then you end up becoming very fast and you end up you know I don't know I'm not I'm, I don't know if this is the scenario for there but it makes me think of scenarios that I do know that are like this and I'm giving you an example but if that young child in the back was actually the child of the young lady in the passenger seats you know that's a child raising a child and it just seems like, um, you know, that would be a very tough hardship. So I'm encouraging brothers that are in brothers of Christ to be a positive influence in young women's lives by reasserting the value of the young people, by reasserting, you know, the education to the young people, by by educating them about what is acceptable and what is not. Because otherwise, if you, if the, if the people that are older than you don't tell you what is acceptable and what is not, then you're just going to continue to repeat these bad habits whenever you are doing things because you don't know any different. So, be a positive influence, brothers, into others' lives. Be a positive influence to young people's lives. Um, I had a, another example of this earlier today. My my next door neighbor, you know, that they, they're renting that property from the owner, and it's a young couple that uh, you know maybe in their late twenties, early thirties. I think the girl, um, and this is this is a couple that's a fiance. It's a it's a fi- uh, fiance. And then it's the mother of the fiance, but then it's the child of the young man. Um, so what was going on today? And it caught my attention because they were they were, the young fiance was screaming so loud at the young girl outside about not doing chores and I'm all for that you know reasserting the importance of doing your chores but she was cussing at the young girl she was using the f-bomb she said she was talking about grass that had not been pulled from the, the weeds in the backyard and this is a very small backyard mind you but the chore was evidently to pull the weeds well Whenever I heard it, I was upstairs getting ready for work, and, and I heard them, the, the fiancé screaming, saying, I don't know why you can't do this effing chore. I don't know why, how you can just walk by those effing tiles and not pick up the effing grass. Like, just going off on this young teenage girl. And that is not how you parent. That is not how you enforce the importance of doing your chores. You don't cuss at people like that. You definitely
definitely don't cuss at young young people like that. It does not get their attention. But that fiance, I've noticed, is really loud and obnoxious. And again, because she does not have a male figure in her life, the guy that she's marrying, me and him have talked several times, and he is pompous, arrogant, like, and he tries to have this really cool voice and try to really do this and write, you know. Just again, it goes back to what I was talking to you about a little bit ago with just the fake people that are that are doing stuff that is not of them. And it's just... You know, people get control of yourself. Adults is who I'm talking to. Children, let children be children. And parents teach the children. Grand, I mean, uh, uncles, aunts, nep- uh, others, other adults influence positively influence the youth. But adults get a hold of yourself. You're acting crazy. You're being crazy. You're being irrational. You're being immature. And you're you're not leading a good example for the next generation. So adults, I'm calling you out today. Start being an adult. Stop trying to be a kid. Yeah, you can dress fashionable, but you don't talk the slangs of the day. You don't talk like the the people. You don't talk like ghetto people. You don't talk like idiots. Speak informatively. Speak clearly. And speak truthfully. And being righteous as an adult to the youth. Because you can't complain about the youth. I'm going to tell you an analogy a story of when, you know, this elder told me back in church, back in Georgia, and he said that, you know, he was in the store and his son was acting out and his son was, you know, like seven or eight years old, okay? The son was acting out and the dad told him, you know, first time not to act out. How he already had told him prior to going in the store how the kid needed to act, and then the kid was not acting that way. So then, the first time the kid's acting out in the store, the dad tells him and corrects him. You know, tells him how he's supposed to act, and that that's what he's doing is not acceptable. The second time the kid acts out, the dad lifts a hand up to him and spanks him on his little butt. And tells him, stop acting like that. That's not how I told you to act in the store. And that dad is giving him direction. That dad is telling him what is allowed, what is acceptable and how you're supposed to act in public. Or otherwise, the kid wouldn't have known. So, the third time the kid is acting out, the, the, the dad goes to spank him again. And an older woman walks over to the dad and says to him, don't do that, don't do that, and says, you shouldn't be spanking him, it's not so bad that you are spanking him, and the dad looks right at her as an adult and says, ma'am, please mind your business, this is my child and I'll raise him like I think he needs to be raised and educated in order to be 
a solid teenager as he grows up and even more solid of an adult. And the elder woman talks back and says, no, you shouldn't be spanking him. You know, that's going to be more harmful than before. And the dad said, well, I was disciplined like this as a child. My dad disciplined me that way and said, ma'am, you would rather me discipline my child like that now today to prevent him from being an unruly adult? Or would you rather my child be the one that breaks into your house, takes from you, rapes you, and then put his, is put in jail for a long period of time because then it's the problem that the state has to remedy, not me as his dad. Not only that, but you as the person who has told me not to discipline my child, you're now the victim of a crime that would have been preventable if you would have allowed me to discipline my child whenever he was young. But instead, you didn't. You prevented that. And now my child has committed a heinous crime against you. Which would you prefer? And the elder woman had nothing to say. Because it's a logical example and scenario of what is happening and why parents have to be that type of person in the child's life, being a parent to them, not a friend. It does absolutely no good to be the friend of a child. A child is going to develop friends throughout the child's life. The child is not going to develop a parent or a parental figure. The child is needing that and requires that early on in life because we have done the research and know that the child's brain at certain age points is very influential for educating them in order to mature to a point that they are going to be a solid, productive, positive member of society. So get that message, understand it, and the parents or adults, I'm also calling you out and giving you permission to correct other parents and to correct other adults who do not understand these fundamentals. When we have a community, we have a number of people who work together in order to resolve issues. We have a community and then we have a neighborhood. That is communities working together in order to benefit one another. That is a neighborhood. Neighborhoods, they work together within a area is what is called a town or in a larger scenario a city so these are the ways that then cities work together in order to create a state and then the states work together people Positively, in order to benefit the people who reside in those cities, towns, and neighborhoods. And that 
working together positively is what is developed into a country. A country has boundaries. A city has boundaries. A town has boundaries. Your house has boundaries. Boundaries are set up in order to define areas of safety and of living for individuals. Understand all these things, brothers and sisters. Understand this logical explanation and logical understanding so you can reinstill logic into your life so you can have a productive, positive life and be working towards living a righteous life that has positive influences into other people's lives. You get where I'm going with this? I pray you do. I pray you utilize these strategies, techniques, and learnings in order to live a positive life. You're going to get all of this direction. I only learned this because of the Word of God. The teachings in the Bible that are relevant to today, they were written hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. These were, these are teachings that can be passed down because they are based on truth. And truth does not have limitations or time restraints. It is truth and it will always be the truth. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for the support. Thank you for sharing this information. Stay tuned to more from Neo420 Talks. For those who do, I salute you.